I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Matt. Why? Hello. Nice to see you today. Roger, Roger. <laughs> hello uh, there. Hello. General Kino. Anyway, we do that every 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 week. Same never joke. gets old. That's true. Just like those movies, what uh, what are we doing? Uh, welcome to the Gamers Two Podcast <laughs> for the week of November thirtieth, twenty eighteen. It's a good week. It's been a good week. It's been a busy week. It's been a lot of. I mean, not busy for us, maybe, but it's been a. It's, it's been a loud week. Yeah, I've been busy for the most part. I mean, but... I like to think I've been. I fought one problem for three days at work. I did conquer it on the third day, but still. And light. There was light. And then I said, let these screens work. And the <laughs> monitors turned on. And on the fourth day, I rested. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ah, uh, yes. God complex. Not a complex. <laughs> um, Maybe complex for you, mere mortal. <laughs> yeah. I understand it perfectly fine. Uh, the this slight disclaimer is that if Nate, if Nate sounds louder than normal, he's had alcohol in him, so it could get bad. He's not drunk, but when he drinks, he gets loud. Craft beer. I have become High alcohol content. I have become Batman before. <clears throat> Matt oh, has been I there. Forgot about Batman. Yeah. I it's became, been a while. Yeah, we were at the harp, and I became Batman because I lost my voice halfway through talking. It's, it's been a minute. <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> where are the drugs going? <laughs> anyway, what uh, what have you been doing since our last recording of mm-hmm. this Gamers 2 gaming news entertainment shit show podcast? Um, just playing Forza as far as games go. Not a lot of it. PlayStation has been moved temporarily out of the <laughs> living room with everything else. Painting is what I've been doing. Fair enough. Against fair enough. my will. Forced labor. I mean as it were. That's called slavery. Yes. Or indentured servitude. I've been referring to the fiance as project manager manager all week. Ah, yes. Joanna. Yes. Yes. There was a there was she said she wanted to paint the trim white. Right, living room, and I said, you know, she's like, I was like, white. I don't know how that'll work. And she said, white goes with everything. And I said, that's some Joanna Gaines cult bullshit. (laughs) 
did you then also go, listen, I'm going to be chipped then. I'm going to put the trim actually up at the ceiling where we need to put it. Yeah. <laughs> at that point, you could just buy white trim. True. You don't just have to paint that, shit. What is that? Like plasticky trim. Yeah, whatever. It's white already. Who cares? Problem solved. Um, so Save, that's my life. Or you just paint it before you put it up, obviously, and don't put it up and then wonder how you paint it. Yeah. Well, it's a whole thing. I mean, it's a, we, it's a we could we could go on about it, but long story short, yeah, we don't go on about anything here. Up. Trim trim doesn't exist in my house in the rooms that we've redone because the house was built in eighteen something, early eighteen hundreds. Nothing's level, nothing's square. We're trying to level the house out. It's not cooperating, <laughs> so like it's just a shit show. At this point. Fair enough. Um, been watching a lot of anime. Still doing that. I'm watching new animes. So there's the... Uh, Newer weekly. than last week? All the animes I'm watching are current. So like, you know, oh, every okay, week okay. there's a new episode. As uh, I thought you meant like you've added some to the list since I did, last I did week. start to rewatch Initial D. Oh, I mean, no, 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 I'm not going to count on rewatch. You can add it to the list by I me, mean, like in terms of new stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've watched that show like... Too many times. But uh I'll initialize never mind. Um yeah, that's about it. That's really about it. I mean you you've been enjoying the uh bunny senpai. That's fantastic. I've been uh I've been enjoying the picture that you've sent me from it. I haven't watched it, so I can't say yeah. I'm enjoying the show, but and I've also always enjoyed the name because it's just silly. Yeah. The guy is basic the main character is basically like me. But slightly more lighthearted. Actually, probably like significantly more lighthearted. I was just saying, like, <laughs> the, the way that I've you and I are both, far. You and I are both, ex- yeah, you and I are both extremely negative. Yeah. Nothing exciting, really. Um, I did buy Battlefield, waiting for it to show up. That's about it. Cool. My turn. Hopefully, your week's been a little bit more exciting. It always usually is. Wow. Burn. Depends on... Well, hold on. I guess that... Get the aloe. Burn. Depend. If we're discussing... I have no one that I'm responsible for, and I'm allowed to just do whatever the hell I want because I have no other humans wow. in my life. Just rub then, it in. Rub the salt <laughs> on the burn. <laughs> then, yeah, I have been able to accomplish more in the video game sphere of not socializing. Uh, some Forza. A little bit. Quick well, dabble. Not much. Uh, we got to play together again. At yeah, some I, point. I, I love that we still haven't done that since like night one. <laughs> uh, uh, Civ six, that's a lie. I haven't played that. Uh, Battlefield five, been playing quite a bit of that. Really mm-hmm. enjoyed that. Still enjoy it. A lot yeah. of fun. It's good. Looks um, good. Looks good. Feels good. Pew pew lasers. Uh, Red Dead. Mm-hmm. Still, still plowing away. We're getting there. We're getting there, folks. We're uh, we're the tippity top of the mountain. But as we now <laughs> all know, the next line of that saying is, "We're only halfway up." That's very, like, that works very well for that game, actually. Yeah. Oh, look at this. I'm right here. Ooh, no, I'm only halfway. Shit. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, man, we'll get to this off air, but there was a stream he did the other day, and I saw a bunch of people tweeting about it, and then I went back and started looking for it. I like it. We'll talk about it after, though. I don't want to talk about it right now. Okay. Uh, I haven't been following Because I'm going to so. show you after. I'll, I'll show you in between our two episodes that we're going to do today, because we do have to do a general chat at the end of the month. Yada, yada. Um, and then FM. There were two sessions that took place this week for a total of roughly 10 hours. Okay. Uh, we made it to January in our first save, which means it's the transfer window. 
uh, the the most recent few hours, which were last night, went really bad for me. Um, now you know me when I say something goes really bad for me. It might not technically go that bad, but it goes pretty bad. <laughs> uh, I've been fighting off transfer purchases from other teams. I was losing games. So are you saying they're trying to like basically they're trying to poach? They're trying to buy players from me, and I just don't want to sell them. They're uh, I got knocked out of Champions League, so now I'm down into the Europa Cup. I was losing and tying other games that I shouldn't have been losing or tying, uh, but I'm still second place in the league. Which is the joke where like Kenny and I are like, yeah, it went really bad. You're still second place. Like, yeah, I didn't fall, but between losing players and having all this other shit going on, it was not a good session for me. So where's Kenny stand? Kenny is in third, I believe. I believe he is right behind me or right in front of me. It's one of the two. He might be in second, but I'm pretty sure I'm in second and he's right behind me. Uh, he had a very good session. Managed to bring in new players. Still winning a bunch. And he's, he climbed the table from seventh to, I believe, third. Oh, wow. So. Nipping at the heels then. Oh, yeah. He's I, I, I've surely going to overtake you if trends continue. Correct. And I said this last year when we were going around this. And in the spring when we were doing it too. I don't have a problem if I lose the league to him. I have a problem if we both lose to the computer. Yeah. I much rather would lose to him than the computer. Because then I was out. Yeah, you know it makes sense to mm-hmm. just for whatever reason, and I also think that I've in our series of abilities or not abilities careers through across three games, I've won league every time. Okay, I don't think he's beaten me for the league yet. He's always managed to beat me in our head-to-head games, but I've been able to take care of business across the table and like have managed to either. Mm-hmm. We we lost league one year, but I think I was above him in that year, and then otherwise I believe I've been able to win the league or come come close. Um, I did finally, finally manage to beat him in a game. So our head to head record is something like me one win, him seven, or something <laughs> close to like that. So I, I I take it with a slight bit of pride, but then with the even though I'm in second with like the tumultuous season I'm having. It's kind of like... It's a give and a take. Cool. I won. Bad. I lost against a shit show team Like that's in 17th. Like, uh, That's not... Everyone has their Achilles heel. Yeah, mine shouldn't be bottom of the trash feeding heaps of garbage. But, you know, it is. Apparently. <laughs> Uh, and then watching is always the same. I haven't watched anything. I've just been still trying to catch up on South Park and football and soccer and basketball and whatever. So. Yeah. Stick of Truth uh, showed up on Colin Moriarty's list of I, I believe, I believe it was 10, 10 best RPGs of the past decade. Yeah. Oh, easily. I would mm-hmm. I would 100% agree with that. Yeah. My brother's playing through it. I'm really thrilled about that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it was good. I gotta, you know I gotta what, get to the uh, second you know, one. You know what, uh, what class he's playing as? I don't. Is he playing as a Jew? Um, I guess that's really the only question I have is if he's playing as a Jew. Because I haven't met anybody yet that has played as a Jew. I, th- I think I played as a Jew. Did you play as a Jew? Yeah, I played as oh, a Jew. Oh, okay. I thought you played as a fighter. No, I played as a Jew because I. it was... Um, <laughs> I mean... Out of context, this sounds... <laughs> no, it sounds terrible. Yeah. I mean, to me, to the to the trained, you know, RPGI, 
Right. The Jew is obviously the OP class. And as we all know in life, when it comes to finances, <laughs> racial joke. Um, I don't know. I'll have to ask him next time I see him. But uh, he's been really enjoying it. So he he was commenting. I don't know how far he is in because he was commenting at how much he enjoyed the fact that when you're doing the character creator and trying to enter your name, and he just keeps saying douchebag. Yeah, yeah. He really enjoyed that. Did you mean douchebag? But seeing how we're going to have a lot to talk about, let's just get to it. Yeah, we might as well just call this one Fallout 76. Yeah, or Bethesda fucks up 101. New releases, though, if you wanted to avoid the Fallout 76 garbage segue. hey Darksiders 3 came out for PS4, Xbox, and PC. The game that lived. The game, yeah, yeah the boy who lived. <laughs> was, that a, was that a Harry Potter thing? That was. That's um, the. Is it the play in London or something? The boy that lived. I don't know. I think it's a play. I think it's a play. Anyway, uh, also out was Floor Kids for PS4 and Xbox. Floor Kids is that um, uh, breakdancing game. I remember if you saw. It. I think it was an E3 thing. Maybe we saw it. Showed up. I remember the breakdancing game. I did not recall that it was called Floor Kids. Yeah. Great name. Yeah. They got cardboard out here on a floor. Makes sense. Number three is Axis Football 2018 for the Xbox. It's like an old, like, 90s style, like, tech mobile. Uh, almost. I was assuming it was going to be, like, a football game with the Axis powers. Yeah, that's what that's the joke I wanted to make. It's like, play as Hitler as the quarterback. Number nine. <laughs> Yard line. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, out here, he's out here screaming audibles, and it's just Berlin, Berlin. Anyway, here we go. Number four. Is a ride three for PS4, Xbox, and PC for all you people that want a motorcycle game. That's about right for the <laughs> amount. That's about right silence for the amount of people that want a motorcycle game. Uh, number five is the first tree for Xbox and Switch, and number six is X4 Foundations, another space game for PC. Space, the, the final, final frontier. frontier. Wow, gay. <laughs> <laughs> I might hate Star Trek, but I can say one line from it. <laughs> hey, uh, I'll pinch your neck. Star Trek, so good. You don't know what you're missing. Mm. Nah, yeah. it's it's fantastic. <sighs> fantastic. Next generation, no show could beat it. No show, no show can beat the next generation. Not even Bunny Bunny Senpai. It's a good show. I really like it's like dead eyed perverted humor. But But it can't beat the next generation. It can't. Clone Wars? Not even a question, really. Alright, alright, alright. Jeesh. You don't have to jerk it off so hard. Come on now. I will. I will. Anyways. Should we start this thing? Should we uh yeah, I guess I'll start. I'm going to start. I'm I'm going to let you start because you know I'm going to just kind of interject Comment. anyway, and it'll be it'll be the best way that we do this. Matt says something, I interrupt him. Matt tries to keep saying something. I keep interrupting him. It's like we're working all over again. All right. It really... <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting uh, to see how long it was going to take you to say something. <laughs> the list is seven... Items with multiple bullet points. 
numero uno. We haven't talked much about the state of Fallout 76 which since is, its release. Which is that completely... I feel like we've mentioned it since it released. We did. We, like, we mentioned I mean, it Red Dead's sparingly. eating up its time, or you've always asked me about Diablo 3, but yeah. I feel like we had mentioned it. Yeah, a little bit. Not much, though. No, because this week it hit the fucking fan. The game is shaping up to be quite the drama. We could spend the entire podcast just going over the issues and complaints coming from the community, which we probably will. And we will. (laughs) Spoiler alert. You can fast forward to 50 minutes and 30 seconds when Nate says something else. Uh, We'll try to stick to the major developments. All right. Let's start with a general poor reception of the game. Its Metacritic score sits at 54. Which is higher than the last time I looked. It was in the 30s, I think, the last time. Yep. With the user score being 2.8 out of 10. Which sounds about right. If Nate would read the document while Matt talks. I'm going to do that now. (laughs) That's the PC version, which is the highest of the three platforms. Ooh. Wait, Um, what? How is is PC, which in theory would have the most bugs and problems, the highest, whatever? Because we're the most, I feel like, it makes sense to me because we're like very much the most lenient and protective of like franchises, I feel like. Like PC, I say we, but PC, I feel like Don't get me wrong. I'm part of the Yankees too. I understand. Okay. Um, We're we're looking to sign Patrick Corbin this year. I'm not going to spend $130 million on a pitcher, but let's be honest. It's fucking amazing how quickly we went from like game <laughs> podcast to like deep into sports podcast there. It's it's only because it's the only analog I can immediately draw in the other sense where you say we. Yeah. It's sports teams. Yeah. Like I, I don't think it's the same. I'm not going to keep going on this, but I don't think it's the same with like F1 for you where you're like, yeah, this year we got Kimmy riding up front. And you're like, what the fuck? No, it's not. How that, like, I don't even think NASCAR, like racing, I don't think works in the same way. But really team does. sports, everybody's. Anyway, keep going. No, it's fine. Um, I'm, yeah, sports. So, I mean, there's been glitches. There's been bugs. Um, the the funny one that I thought of was the, uh, that I saw was the um, players launched three nukes at once and it crashed an entire server. Yeah, that actually, I almost, not many things get me to LOL. I'll actually like laugh out loud. Yeah. It it does take quite a bit. You you know, I'll just be scrolling and there's been a couple times at work. Usually it's non game related. It's somebody in like an ask Reddit thread or something and I'll just be like <laughs> Yep. I was scrolling through and I saw players launch three nukes at the same time, server crashes, and I just went <laughs> Oh, because that was what like I don't know, that's just something something about that is not okay. If the server is going to crash after three nukes being launched at once, why give them the ability to launch three nukes at once? Exactly. Um, did, was there any other ones you wanted to point out? I mean, I think they patched it out, but it was the solid, uh, your save game's gone. Yep. Um, that's that's always, that happened in another game too. I can't remember what game it was, and it's bug, it's been bugging the shit out of me since it occurred. But there used there was another game and I, Battlefield I, that happened with Battlefield yeah, Three, I think. There was a, there I can't remember. There was a single player game. I'll have to. I think it was on a fun on a Funhouse Gaming Weekly where they reference it of it happening. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what game it is now, but it was you could just all of a sudden hit a button in the start menu and gone. 
I know I don't know if it was Battlefield or not, but I do know that like I had to restart my Battlefield three game like three times, and I just never finished it because I gave up on it. I don't think I finished the campaign ever anyway because the saves just kept getting deleted. I got like halfway through, and I was just like, because eh. I don't know Battlefield campaigns. Maybe I haven't I haven't even touched this one now, but maybe we're talking. I'm not talking about Battlefield. The, <laughs> the campaigns are just usually like. Eh. I like Battlefield one a lot. Um Right, which is a different style of telling, which yeah. is why I'm saying like maybe this one will be similar where it's like I should at least dabble in it. Yeah, this Plus one, I want the sweet weapons you get from Melee. This one I think follows the same arc, the yeah. same style as Battlefield One. Vignettes. Exactly. Anyway, vignettes. that being said, that's, I love that word. It's vignettes. like a yeah, I, I, I played the vignette. Huh. Like the new Netflix movie is all vignettes. I don't know if you've heard about that. The no, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. By the Cohen brothers. Brothers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, oh, you know they're going to be at Game Awards? Um, are they? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, I remember that now. So, want to know where Avengers 2 trailer is dropping? I heard a rumor. It's not on in the podcast, so we'll bring it up now. Yeah, while well, we're still talking about Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> that Rocksteady is going to show off a Superman game. Yeah, or Rocksteady is at least going to show off their game. Yeah, there was also rumored at one point for them to be working on a Ninja Turtle game. That would be interesting. Their combat style fixes it or yeah. works with it, but it. I don't want to keep talking about the game awards because once again <laughs> I can do that. But I believe Keeley tweeted out that there are supposed to be something like ten new games, new titles announced at the game awards, not counting like the DLCs and stuff for other things. I have to admit I am low key hyped for the game awards because like I kind of get this feeling that they've they've gotten it together. I feel like they've gotten it together, and it's also because there's no PSX. Yeah. yeah. So there's no, there is no window until we hit spring for somebody to be doing something. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I really want the Game Awards to be like... I want them to be the good. Thing. They yeah. need to be the Oscars of games. Exactly. That being said, bugs in Fallout pretty much suck. Yes, they do. Um, the engine sucks, which we actually... We talked about that, uh, I believe. Which I also brought up. The fact they're still using the same engine that they were using in Morrowind, and I think before that, which still yep. had giant bugs. We talked mm-hmm. about the FOV sliders, yep. the FPS thing being locked to player movement, mm-hmm. and the oh, fucking other terrible thing when they said, Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six will all be made on this engine. Get out with that nonsense. Why are you keeping Frank alive with duct tape and Mountain Dew to keep your engine alive because he's the only person that knows how to work it. The other ones have died. Uh, the moment that breaks in the studio, they probably all have to kick in about 15 doors to get to Frank who's just juiced up in cocaine wires everywhere like, <laughs> finally my time. And then he hits like one button to reset the thing and it works fine. He's like, call me again when you need me. And it's like... <laughs> I just imagine it's like the Millennium Falcon where you just punch the console until it works. You know, like... <laughs> yeah, just... Oh, nothing's working. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, it's on. So you turn it off and turn it back on again. All right. More hot garbage. Uh, Bethesda's refund policy doesn't allow for a refund if the game has been downloaded, which has caused controversy, obviously, but some players on Reddit has successfully received a refund by going through Bethesda's support, which led to a slew of r slash fallout users to also request a refund but bethesda then reverted back to their original policy of being like hey fuck you no refunds if downloaded which then resulted in a reddit post from a user that said guess what you can legally claim refund and they can't say shit about it 
Didn't that's didn't see that part, but I saw inklings of the there was a full breakdown of the Reddit post that was go to your credit card company because you have yada yada buyer protection for broken for damaged goods and or goods not promised on or goods not delivered as advertised or whatever. And they're like, go to your credit card company. Your credit card company is going to refund it. And then Bethesda's fucked. They can't do anything. Nice. Yeah, there's like a, it was a full breakdown of it. It was. I'm glad this, the community this, is this like has been hitting shit show fans because this has been I'm sure. Fantastic. I'm sure as we'll talk about it, you, you pulled out the post that I initially was talking about, right? The community moving forward. Yeah, it was a great first step of the week. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, there's been all this broken stuff. Hey, we're gonna talk. Here's what's coming. Which is that what you're talking about next? No. Okay. So here's what's coming. We'll get to that, and then just all this other shit starts compounding on top of it. And it's like. You took one step forward and two steps back. Yeah. And no matter what I do, you're always mad. That's a theory of a dead man song. Anyway, continue. So <laughs> I didn't put these in chronological order. So oh, okay. the, the let me ask you this because you might know. The communication going forward, did that come before or after like the bag stuff? Before. Before. Before I noticed the bag thing, I believe that post was on a Tuesday, and then bags blew up on Wednesday, Thursday, Mm. or it was on a Wednesday morning, and then bags blew up later that day. Do we want to do a quick edit? Um, you don't have to, but you can if you want to. All right, I'm just going to keep going with this. Keep just realize that this is probably not in chronological order. Tell you right now, it definitely isn't. All right, (laughs) so we'll talk about the bag. Fallout 76 Power Armor Edition, which was $200, and loaded with, uh, well, (laughs) was initially loaded with uh, a canvas bag meant to house the T-51B Power Armor helmet. After a delayed release, what players found was not a high-end canvas bag, which is still advertised, by the way, but instead a thin nylon bag akin to a cheap poncho. I don't know if you've seen the photos. It's pretty ridiculous. Uh, yes, I have. Uh, the the best part is Bethesda's response to the outrage that followed. First, Bethesda support employee, who according to Bethesda, isn't directly employed by them, but is a, con- is a contracted employee. Yeah, they probably, have, they probably hire a yeah. support team. Exactly. Uh, said they switched the material due to availability of materials. Then Bethesda officially responded on Twitter with the following, quote, we understand and respect that there is a, there is disappointment with the bag in the Power Armor Edition. We are sorry. Please contact Bethesda Support to provide proof of your CE purchase. They will assist in granting your account 500 atoms, end quote. 500 atoms is $5 worth of Fallout 76 micro, microtransaction currency. Is that it? Do you want me to, want yeah, me to start you're, it now? You're, you're tagging me in. So 500 currency, 500 atoms, uh, is not even enough in-game to buy the 700-atom Postman outfit, which has a <laughs> canvas bag on it. That's hilarious. First. Second, the way this kind of initiated, the post that was on Reddit, was a user, to, to my reading of it, was rather cunty mm-hmm. and wrote an email to Bethesda support. Saying, hey, the the breakdown in the beginning is, hey, this bag's nylon, not the canvas one. 
they ended the email with, what are you planning to do about this? Now, to me, reading that in internet speak is the equivalent of a spiked back haircut in Let Me See Your Manager. <laughs> it really is. What are you uh, planning to do about this is not how I would, how I would, if I was trying to get something, yeah, go about that. Short aside, if you're ever in this situation, if you are nice to the person, they will try 10 times harder to come to a solution that will satisfy you. Yeah. And, and <laughs> you're walking, you, Saying what are you planning to do about this is not like it doesn't help you. You saying is there any chance of getting this swapped out for a canvas one? Getting this, uh, getting me a refund for whatever the difference in the bag cost clearly is. Then yada yada. Nothing like well, what are you planning to do about this? And then the the response was we're not planning to do anything. That's what the immediate response was, Which and, that's, is, and that's why everybody freaked out because yeah. they're like, well, when you're sounding like a cunt, you're going to get a cunt answer. Coming from a retail background, that is on par with someone who – like that is an they're on par that. response with someone who is obviously sick of dealing with assholes. Yeah, because that would be very much when somebody walked up to me and said, so what are you planning to do about it? I'm not planning to do anything about it. <laughs> See you later. Exactly. Like that would be very much the end of that conversation. The – I also realize I've gotten liberal with the word cunt, but, you know, it's British, so we're fine. Uh, that's not how that works. Uh, <laughs> it works for me like that. It does work for me like that, too. I've actually had to... I've had the same realization that I've been throwing around the word cunt too much, and I'm like, oh, I gotta tone it down. We're in America here. That's not, like, Yeah, and then word. I'm like... like if my my yeah. thing is, if I'm, I've never... Like, if I'm gonna directly call you one, it's because I definitely think you've gone too far. Yes. But if I like I'm, to jokingly saying, call people a right cunt. Yes, a right cunt is always good. Or if somebody is being cunty, yeah, I, it depends. And still, if I will tell them they're yeah. being cunty, it's because like we consume this, too much British, British television. Yeah, we're American. <laughs> so the other kick that I saw come up, and I didn't dig any further because I wasn't in the environment really pre Fallout Three ish, or kind of like even pre Skyrim. I I never I've never been. Big into Fallout environments up until the last few years, I, I would say. To, sorry, to Bethesda environments. Yeah, same. Apparently, they've done this before. Apparently, what? they have had <laughs> problems with promising canvas bags and then having to backtrack because somehow they constantly forget how expensive a canvas bag is to make. People were saying that they were doing the same shit in Morrowind, Oblivion, Sky, like all these things where they had to backtrack for things being more expensive than they thought. And they're like, how do you not get it? How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? At this point, they should have their own fucking canvas manufacturer. And then people now... Bethesda's basically getting EA'd. For lack of a better term, Blizzard is going to get... Activision Blizzard's going to get EA'd. Not as bad. Bethesda's getting legitimately EA'd. Where... They're lucky they're not publicly traded. Yeah. Because they would just be taking sh- a shit show in, in uh, not st- stocks is the right word, but the wrong word, in market price for yeah. it or whatever, share shareholder price. It would mm-hmm. just be tanking. They have had so much shit with this that I don't know if they acknowledge it at E3. 
there's there's a 50-50 way they take it. They either finally get all these updates out and they get to E3 and they go, hey, we heard you. We understand. There's this stuff and boom, which usually Bethesda is really good at. But now there's also the chance it's gone so bad that they're just like, all right, yeah, so um, Doom. Let's talk about that. <laughs> and then they just never mention Fallout. And you're like, all right, yeah. well, that's what we're doing apparently. I mean, that's probably the what other, they're going to do. Whatever more you're about to tell me, yeah, I'm fine with. We'll keep going. The other thought that, um, as her nickname is, the busiest lady in the business, Andrea Renee. Uh, brought up, and it's actually a really good idea and really good point, would be even if they don't offload it right now, say they waited till E3 to make the announcement that they were going to do it or whatever, that they offer it to, I, I think it's ZeniMax Online, the team that's working on Elder Scrolls MMO. Give it to them, because they, after after a rough launch and a bunch of rough, rough other things, have now gotten Elder Scrolls Online to a point where it's good. So the faster you can give them this game that you clearly can't handle to a team that has handled it and succeeded would be better. Alrighty. So this is probably not necessary to say, but But we're going to anyway. All of this might leave Bethesda in an interesting legal situation. A law firm based out of Washington, D.C. is considering a class action lawsuit on behalf of players who haven't received a refund for what the firm has said is an, quote, unplayable experience, end quote. Um, So that might be fun for them. Deserved, probably, for sure. Whitney says hi. Hello, Whitney. How are you doing? Anyway, yeah. How's married life? Um, Hell. (laughs) I'll answer for her. I'm sure it's actually fine. I'm sure she'd give an honest feedback as to whether like a lot of people attribute and these are these are people who've been together for years. Attribute it to like a switch. Yeah, she would she would probably just be happy to say that it, it's over. Like now it's just like it's all, all, good. all the stuff, all the ceremonial and everything. All the is bullshit's over. over. Yeah. We're, yeah. I now feel we're yeah. just now we're just living again. Yeah. I feel anyway. Like. We're in the in the throngs of, of planning, I, I want to kill myself. Um, <laughs> so, for some reason, I still wanted you to say passion. <laughs> um, I still want to kill myself. Yep. Uh, Rocksteady confirms it's not making a Superman game. Oh, there's a update for Breaking you. news, folks. That's all right. I mean, all right. <laughs> Let's re- do, do it you- right down into the tangent. I see you, sexy tangent. Let's do it. Um, really though, like a a Superman video game would probably have the same issues as Superman movie would, which is like Superman's Superman with that being like Superman is my favorite superhero. Um, I have a ton of his comics. Like I love, I love Superman, but really hard character to ground, like really hard. Yeah. Because he's essentially broken. He's OP. He's OP. He's one punch man, but not as there, cool. There had been there was a panel, Corey Barlog was on it, Greg Miller was on it, there were a bunch of others that pitched, I think, at a Comic Con or something, how they do their Superman game. Yeah. And they're all pitches there. You can go listen to that if you want. That was like interesting ones, but I still have no Yeah. No horse. No in, care for yeah, no horse in that race. That's true. I ain't racing horses. Red Dead. Anyway, Fallout. Yeah. 
So I'm really looking forward to that. Fallout. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, Bethesda may have gotten the message about how unhappy their players are. Uh, on follow, on the Fallout 76 subreddit, an account run by Bethesda Game Studios community team posted an announcement called Communication Going Forward. The post basically outlines how the community is going to communicate better and act as a bridge for the player base and dev team. Uh, read that back? How the community is going to act? Community, how the community team. Okay, okay. Sorry. I'm like trying really hard to enunciate because I also have a lot alcohol flowing through me. I so, also have alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to avoid. Um, anyways. The post basically outlines how the community team is going to communicate better. That's also it's also because you wrote it. That, well, not you, but I mean it's also because that's how it's written. And act as a bridge for the player base and dev team. They also outline the next two game updates. The December fourth update will increase the stash limit from four hundred to six hundred. Fixes to boss loot so that players receive two or three pieces of loot as originally intended. <laughs> I just like that that's like as originally intended as in we've been here for two weeks ain't worked right and we were in a beta didn't work this right next one is my favorite by far all right <laughs> let's hear it reducing cryolator effects from two hours to 30 seconds now i want to be clear because cryolator effects they broke down i don't know did you write the whole break i didn't because it was too long so the breakdown was you get three i think it's three stacks of chilled, frozen, and iced, or ice, frozen, chilled. It basically it's slightly cold, cold, and colder. It's, it's yeah. like the three, I the think three tiers. Chill, chilled, and frozen. I think uh, is what something it is. like that. Yeah. So it's the sl- moving slower and doing stuff slower and yada yada. And I'm like, why was that a debuff? Why was that a two hour debuff? Are you insane? Two hours one of the worst debuffs i've ever seen period other than like the ones that have like that are game-breaking debuffs one of the worst debuffs that still exists and is working as intended technically is one that you have to accept in wow in wow if you talk when you uh, die you get to the graveyard if you wanted to respawn right there at the graveyard and you talk to the graveyard keeper i can't remember it's not the name of it talk to the spirit the resurrection spirit Mm mm-hmm you can agree to take like 75% penalties on everything and break your armor essentially to respawn right there. And then that debuff lasts for like 10 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes. So it's like, okay, I don't need to go back to where I was. Put me here. Put me on a flight path and get out of here situation. Like, okay, that works. But you basically can't do anything for 10 minutes because you are so weak. So it's like that's that's one of the harshest debuffs I've ever seen. And this one's like you're going to make me not be able to walk for two hours? That's mean. Two hours in an online game. Are you insane? That, and that's also one of the most radical turndowns we've ever seen. Oh, yeah. From two hours to 30 seconds is the equivalent of, hey, we're going to take Destiny Light levels from 40 to 1. <laughs> it's something. Um, where was I? Uh, fixed an issue where over-encumbered players were forced to respawn at Vault 76. Uh, fixed some issues where players would get stuck in power armor. All right. The December 11th update is planned to add a push-to-talk setting, which is kind of a big deal. I've seen a lot of people 
Um, the December 11th update adds the, a lot of the quality fact that there of life isn't, things. And as we said before, when we were discussing things, this will also come up in the next like couple things. The fact that there isn't a push to talk feature. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Yeah, they explained it at one point, but it was a, it was a really like pie in the sky explanation. It was like a, we wanted it to be an immersive experience. Yeah, that's Listen, not how that works. Yeah, that's that's time. That's time. We Coach. all know what open mic problem is. Mm-hmm. It's when I hear the child in the background. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to murder your fucking baby. <laughs> Ooh, Todd, I, Todd, I love you. And I love your daughter. You're not one of the examples because I know you. And you <laughs> mute your mic when she goes insane. That's acceptable. He's talking about Milo when he barks incessantly. Matt and I don't play games online together, so it doesn't happen that often. <laughs> it used to a lot. Um, and even well, then, it wasn't. I mean, it was mostly Dewey's, like PS4. I would flip my mic up. I always yeah, would flip my Dewey, mic up. Dewey's grandmother was worse than Milo. Oh, dude, she was great. <laughs> great. Oh, my God. That was, that was the last time I probably cried laughing. Dude, I was so actually funny. in tears. I couldn't stop laughing. I just, everyone was, I, all you heard over the mics was his grandmother going nuts and everyone just hysterically laughing. I had to turn, I turned my mic off because I couldn't stop laughing and I was crying. I couldn't play. Uh. All right. They also are adding in 21 by 9 support, which is widescreen for all you plebs. Um, ultra widescreen, what, what, I should say. Well, I say, what are, what are ratios? <laughs> you mean it's not 4 by 3? Uh, a field of view setting, which kind of goes hand in hand with ultra wide support. Um, those are all for PC only, by the way. The consoles can fuck off. The, the thing with the field, field of view, though, too, apparently, and I didn't know this, but it makes sense for some people. That uh, they have certain field of views that they like almost have to play at, mm-hmm. just so because it makes it makes them sick. Yeah, it makes them sick. And I was like, oh, why isn't that in a game? That's almost an accessibility feature yeah. at that point. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes sense from the whole. I mean, I could like before VR, I could see how that would very much get overlooked. Yeah, but with the advent of VR, it's kind of obviously that and I can, people like yeah. can you know have can withstand other things, you know. Whatever, right? You know what I'm trying to say. I know, I know, I know what you mean, and um, I'm sure the people do too. Uh, where was I? After level 50, you will be given the option to move a special point instead of taking a perk card, so that you can respec. Which okay. also sounds kind of painfully slow, but whatever. Sounds slow, but it's just like okay. Um, upon logging, I don't, I don't know how big of a like demand that was. Yeah, these I don't know other either. the other things have seen seemed bigger. Based on the Reddit thread the ones that i'm about to get to have been the most in demand which is not what i would expect uh if i remember what's up next yes and the push to talk and feel the view shit yeah upon login you'll be given an option to find a new server if your camp location is occupied instead of automatically blueprinting it uh they are also adding a new camp feature where you can remove small trees rocks and other obstructions and that was the big one i was the bulldoze. Yeah, bulldoze. Bulldozer. Bulldozer allows you to hopefully not have weeds and shit clipping through your floor. And allows you to actually have a bigger build space yeah. as well. A good neighbor cuts the, the grass, okay? The big thing, too, with the not having... Uh, <laughs> I don't cut my grass. Fuck you guys. Uh, the other thing, too, with having the, the camp thing. Yeah, because if you just happen to join a random server and somebody was sitting where you were, it's just like, oh, your camp's not there anymore. And then you have to try to find a place to put it down. Yeah. It's like, it's nice they're allowing you to server hop to hopefully be able to find a spot where that isn't the situation. And, the, like, we could probably, 
the blueprinting idea and the camp features and all that are relatively complex and we could probably talk about them for a while but the idea is that um you design a camp and then it gets blueprinted if you log off but the issue is if you design a camp specifically to a to a um like a land feature or a specific landscape it doesn't matter if your camp's blueprinted because it'll never work for another landscape. Right. Which is one of the issues that I've seen come up a lot on like Reddit and mentioned in a couple articles. It's some crazy shit, man. But it those things sound like we're doing good. In terms of like game things, it sounds mm. like the game is going to be getting better. In yeah. terms of fan service, it sounds like Bethesda is still shitting bricks. Yeah. It, it really, from my perspective, outside of like the bugs and all that, which they, I mean, it's, I think they'll eventually fix that stuff. Um, It really comes down to what type of Fallout you like. Like, right. Fallout 76 looks like something I would enjoy because it's mostly reading uh terminals you know you getting into the nitty-gritty to find the story yeah it's an actual empty world which matt loves um i mean i wouldn't say i love it but i like reading the terminals and getting the story of all these i like the idea of this like epic poke poke fucking i said poke epic post-apocalyptic landscape matt could have played fallout 4 without shooting an enemy i could have i could that's all i'm saying meanwhile i looked at the terminal and went me dumb, can't read. Kill, kill, and just kept going. So, um, yeah. So there, there you have it. I would probably like it, but we'll see. I'm still giving it time. I'm. It, That's if, a, if E3 next year, they're like, "Hey, look, big content drop happening tonight. We fixed all this stuff." Like, okay, all right, we'll see. That's my issue. Is that like I don't want to jump. But I'm, also, but I'm, but I'm also worried that the longer I wait, like I would, I would have to wait specifically till summer because yeah. I'm going to have so much other stuff. And division in spring, division's going to take up my summer because I got a lot. I'm going to have. A, I got a lot of people in Washington D.C. that need slaughtering. Anthem. I mean, in the game. Anthem as well. And anthem, yeah, if Anthem is solid, I'm playing on PC. So deal with it. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <sighs> this crossplay needs to really get off the ground. Speaking of Anthem crossplay, it's not a news story, but I will talk about it. They did ask them, would there be crossplay? And they said, not at launch. They said that. That's the, that's the, it's a joke on, on the Anthem subreddit. I believe it. Because the question's been asked like 300 times. Yeah. And the, the answer is always not at launch. Yeah. Which is more just like, we're not saying no, speaking, but we're not saying yes. Speaking of Anthem. So no. Anthem's releasing end of February. Right? That's where we that's where is what it's slotted for. Yeah. When's division slotted for? March. March. Okay, so beginning of the March or next May, fiscal yeah. year. I think it's March. Yeah. Are you It's an interesting comparison between the two. Anthem very like out there with all their press and shit. Yeah. Division, silent, right? Thoughts, concerns, comments. Do you think it's because of the fiscal year thing? So, like, Bioware, EA, trying to hype up people get by Anthem at the end of the year, or and Division is just like we don't give a fuck. It's the beginning of the year; we'll have all year to sell it to you. My immediate thought is, I need another beer. My second <laughs> thought uh, is. I'm not... Go ahead. Yes and no. So because I am not subbed to either subreddit... Okay. You all right? I just gleaked like a shockwave of water. That's why we have shock mounts and spit covers, apparently. (laughs) Uh, I'm not subbed to either subreddit. Okay. So I don't see news from either one unless somehow they have managed to get on all. Yeah. Which the only one that seems to be getting on all lately... Is Bethesda and Fallout 76. True. Or Artifact has been out there quite a bit a few times now. Um, the I don't think there has actually been... Um, and this, is, this might be completely different too. Maybe I'm missing uh, advertisements on shows or stuff like that. I am not seeing advertisements for either. That's true. It's mostly a lot of Smash. Now, once Smash is out and we start hitting holiday season, even then I'm not going to see much. You're really going to see the push in January. Up until January, a lot of the ad time and ad space, and even for EA, which is the owner of Mass Effect, EA only makes sense to push Battlefield. It doesn't make sense for them in holiday time to spend money pushing Anthem that you can't buy during holiday time. So I expect them like New Year's Day Mm -hmm. when you're hitting like the Rose Bowl or the New Year's Day Parade, stuff like that. Boom, Anthem commercial. I guess. And that's where it really starts. And it starts with like some hip hop track and guys jumping around (laughs) in suits and shooting things like I'm. 
I guess it's the the approach to development, it's which kind of makes sense, black, actually. And when I say hip hop track, I'm thinking exactly of the Black Ops trailer, where it's "Welcome to the Party." That's exactly what I'm thinking. Same exact trailer could be ran for Anthem, same song. So you have Bioware making Anthem, and Bioware compared comparatively to Ubisoft, much more localized. Um, so Bioware has been more open about their development. I feel like they've done multiple live streams, all that nonsense. Right, right. And um, I'm on the Anthem hype train, but I'm very much Larry of... I'm not... See, If I'm, the game turns out to be terrible, I wouldn't buy it. But Ubisoft is way more like... Their their way of developing games is, I think, kind of like and heads and in, tails. Like, like and it's just mention, head and shoulders above a lot of other places. And not to mention, I spoke of EA and pushing Battlefield. Ubi's pushing Odyssey, mm-hmm. and they're dropping DLC, and they're moving with that thing. They have no reason to even start diverting you until January. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft, which I don't like, they don't seem to do the whole like like Bioware is obviously a developer. Ubisoft doesn't really have like they don't they don't put a lot of identity into the developers. Yeah, Ubi's more of a publisher, and then it's like Ubi Montreal develops something. Yeah. Um, they've done their normal, like, we're developing the game, but we're not going to show you or tell you anything and, about and it. And to be fair, Ubi had a much better E3 showing of Division 2 than Anthem did. True. Very true. So, they're probably like, we showed really well at E3. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Up until, you know, two months before launch, we don't really need to tell you anything. Because yeah. you've already seen everything that we want to show you. Mm-hmm. Anthem, meanwhile, has to keep explaining a lot of stuff. Mostly because of what people are worried is going to happen. Yeah, new IP. New IP. Don't be Bungie. Your EA, that's a problem. <laughs> don't be Bungie. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's it's it's, it's the true. concerns. It's just interesting to see the juxtaposition because they are like, to me, they fit inside the same genre. They they do in the sense that they're action RPGs. Yeah, multiplayer but action ma- RPGs. Multiplayer action RPGs. But other than that, they're nowhere near... You have, I mean, I would say nowhere near is a, is a stretch, maybe, but they're established IP that's mm-hmm. running a sequel that at the end of its life, everybody really liked the first one. I've liked the first one since the beginning, but it had a rough launch. Yeah. Like, admittedly, it had a rough launch. I wouldn't even say it had a rough launch. It had a rough. That, like. Well, I'm, I'm talking launch being until, like, the first expansion, the first main expansion. Yeah. Well, I think that first expansion, we're, we're getting way tangent. We're not even on to number two yet. The. For you folks that are curious, <laughs> we're at 51 minutes and some odd seconds. Um, Welcome to a long episode. Oh, boy. No, like, <laughs> that's the what issue... Happens, that's what happens when we drink and have to still record a second episode. <laughs> the issue with Division was the first expansion, because, like, that that period between Endgame of the original, of the, of the, of Division... Right, right. ...to the first expansion is the, the level gap and, like, the, the gear gap and all that nonsense. Yeah. Uh... But but at the end everything's fine. The only thing that always and I'm I'm done talking about. I'm going to transition right to our second story right after this is with Division Two is that they haven't said what's the story. Yeah. Other than we're in yeah. DC and I'm like, where is Aaron Keener? I want more of that story and that. The best thing they could do for Division Two is be like, it's all the multiplayer nonsense. N- not saying nonsense as in like to belittle right, right. it. Yeah. But all the multiplayer stuff is in Division Two. We just dumped a fuck ton of story in. I'd be like, 
fapping in the corner being like, when are we going to play this? The the other best thing would be for them not to mention the story the entire time. The, all your press all your press stuff. Oh, you're saying, okay. Yeah, Everything you're leading saying. up to maybe like the week before, mm-hmm. don't even mention it. Yeah. Because That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting. Like I, uh, I don't want to know. I know I'm in D.C. already. I know shit's been going down in D.C. because at one point I'm going through a crashed plane. So it's almost now that it's not a Black Friday virus. It's like world started Black Friday virus triggered everybody to press mm. the button. Oh, my God. Now I have to go yeah. liberate D.C. and I'm Gerard Butler and White House down. That's like, an interesting concept. I didn't think about wasn't wasn't originally supposed to be quarantined to New York City. That was the idea, but then Keener gets out with the virus, and that's where he says, come find me, and then through six DLCs, you'd never see him again, and I'm like, that's rude. <laughs> that's rude. All right. I want I want it. That story is so good. Anyway, number two. Number three, maybe. <laughs> number two. <laughs> the Red Dead Redemption 2 online beta has finally been released. Not too much to complain about yet, mainly because the microtransaction storefront hasn't opened yet. Boo, microtransactions. So far, Red Dead Redemption Online, that's RDR, confused (laughs) me for a second. Red Dead Redemption Online has a separate story campaign available, treasure maps, hunting, and some multiplayer modes. The multiplayer mode that has been drawing attention is Red Dead's take on the Battle Royale genre. The big difference is the pacing. Instead of a crazed, loot-filled... Wow. Instead of a crazed, loot-fueled kill fest, you're limited to only the bow and arrow with a hunting knife. Ammo is also limited, but the map still shrinks. The name sums it up. It's called Make It Count Super Hot. That could have been like an advertisement. What? Like, make it count. You know, like. The name of this game is Make It Count. Did you read anything about the Red Dead's Battle Royale? I read very little about the uh, Battle Royale, except for exactly what I just said. Uh, I'd read that before, and I was like, cool. People are hyped on it, it seems like. I'm I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. I'll never play it, honestly. Uh, I probably won't either. I'd rather race horses. Okay. Yeah, dude, that, that was... I'm glad that you're on the same page as I am, because I was reading through all these articles. I loved racing in GTA. And like they're like, oh, you know, better royal, blah, blah blah. And then they'd be like horse racing. I was like, fucking. Horse I'm, I'm also racing. The, I'm also the guy though that was like GTA Online allows me to play golf with my friends. Yeah, I'll I'll play darts with you for three hours just you mean sitting hunting with friends. Can you imagine us just sitting there? I just sit there and drink and play darts with you and just playing poker. We could play poker in Red Dead Redemption. Play fucking poke. All right. Anyways, uh, speaking of Red Dead. A clothing company called Barking Irons appears to be cashing in on the hype with a Red Dead Redemption 2-inspired clothing line. I wonder if this one's made out of nylon. Boom! Got him! Got him. There's a waxed canvas jacket (laughs) for $250 that has Arthur Morgan printed on the collar and Vanderlyn Gang printed on the inside. But do I have angel wings across my back with like double guns across each other? Like the sweet... Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, there's a few button-ups ranging from $120 to $150, a few bags ranging from $75 to $325, and a white Henley for $92. It's expensive. Good thing I don't cosplay. Number four. I really have no other thoughts. You're not about to buy any of that. I'm not about to I'm buy not any about, of that. Yeah. I mean, if it's here's the, my one thought. If the wax jacket is genuinely a waxed jacket... $250 seems like a fair price. Do you really want to say Arthur Morgan on it? 
I could. I. I mean, the if you look at the style of the jacket, it. It's. I don't know if I could wear it. Fair enough. Number four. It seems to be DLC season. Therefore, we have nothing else coming out except Smash. So, well, let's get some DLC out. And we have a gaggle for all you people that are curious. That is a flock of geese of games with DLC that's either just release or its release is imminent. Number one. Number number four A, I should say. Oh, I like that. First up, I can change those colons to A's. Four A. First up is Destiny Two with the Black Armory racist DLC, which also coincides with the beginning of the season of the Forge. The Black Armory includes new story missions focused around the new NPC Ada One, who is from the Golden Age and sends players out to reactivate lost forges. The Lost Forges are three-player horde mode endgame activities that release one at a time with four total. The new raid called Scourge... Oh boy, fucking drive app. The new raid called Scourge of the Past takes place in an all-new area in the last city. As usual, it isn't available on the first day. And of course, there's new weapons as well, probably along with some other shit and yada yada. And you have to pay. Yep, typical... um Typical Destiny DLC. So by the time you're done with Destiny, it's $300, people. Moving on. Go shizzle. Unless you got it free from Blizzard. Even then, you're okay. So uh, you're $150 then. Because <laughs> you only got the first one free. Number 4B. Or sorry, I should say item 4B. Section 3, column C. <laughs> third sentence starts with. Sea of Thieves is launching their Shrouded Spoils update. Shrouded Spoils is more of an update than DLC since it improves the existing gameplay. The Kraken and Megalodon AI hazards have received an overhaul in the, with the Megalodon having far more variants and the Kraken being able to appear more often as well as being balanced for all ship types. Enemy encounters from previous DLCs have been added as random events throughout the game world as well as the normal addition of more cosmetics and more booty. Get the booty. There is a new feature that was added in the form of fog. There, there's my Star Trek for you. <laughs> fog will be random weather. That's terrible. What? It's true. <laughs> it's how he talks. I don't know. I don't know about that. James T. Tiberius Kirk. I am going to. There's something <laughs> on the wing. Yeah, it's literally him. Uh, Fog will be a random weather event that covers entire areas of the map and require use of the crow's nest to see further. There's a lot of nonsense. Cool little... Yeah. You know, hey, it's still being updated. I agree. And nobody's really like... I'm going to take devil's advocate here and say, I like that they're hyping up a fucking update. They have nothing else up to to hype up. That's not devil's advocate. You're just correct. Okay. Oh, yay. For C, column seven and line item number six. Finally, we have... <laughs> what? That's what I wrote down here. Finally, we have the beginning of Ubisoft's DLC campaign for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. There's two arcs planned, and each arc will feature three episodes, which will launch six weeks apart. December 4th begins the legacy of the First Blade story arc. Hint, if you guess what the second story arc, it's not Legacy of the Second Blade. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> It'll center around your Odyssey character meeting Darius, who assassinated King Xerxes I of Persia with the first hidden blade. 
The second arc has no release date yet, but is called The Fate of Atlantis. I wonder what it's about, Nate. Rome. <laughs> Am I off? Uh, Tiberia? I don't know. I don't know. Um, Terabithia? Someone the bridge to re- it? I can't remember what the article is, so I'm sorry, but someone mentioned that perhaps six weeks is too long between episodes for an arc. I agree. Cut it in half. Three weeks. Six weeks is a long time. Six weeks is long, but that puts you in January. I mean, maybe I like, maybe four weeks. I feel like that's I'm struggling. I, I, I say no long, no shorter than four weeks. Yeah, that's that's getting people to come back to you once a month. Yeah, and I don't know where six weeks puts trials release either. True, they're like they have to balance not just the game, but they are balancing their other franchises as well. Well, two arcs for every two arcs, three episodes, so six episodes total every every. So six that's an weeks. episode every two weeks. No, that's an episode every six weeks is what they're saying. Two arcs, three episodes. There's two arcs in an episode. There's three episodes in an arc. And the f- yeah, so there's and it's six weeks. So it's an episode every two weeks. No, they're saying that there's a new episode every six weeks. So one arc is has three episode. episodes, so it's 18 weeks. Yes. Okay, that's too long. Yeah. That sentence is too long. In my <laughs> head, it's not bad. <laughs> if you can't do math, everything sounds way uh, better. So I have a million dollars in my bank account because I don't know where to put the zeros. <laughs> 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 I feel like that's them purposely trying to stretch out another year for room. Well, yeah, because I they once again said they're not making an Assassin's Creed next year, which is what they fucking said. I don't care who tells me that they weren't supposed to make Odyssey this year. Yeah, that's what you're not fucking wrong. I specifically remember that. Yeah, because that was the whole thing. We're not going to be annualized anymore. We're yeah, going to be we're biannual. taking biannual, and we're skipping it. And then they went. By the way, here comes Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I went, "What the fuck is that?" That's why I freaked out during Ubisoft's press conference at E3 because I was yeah. like, "That's not supposed to happen." And everybody's <laughs> like, "What do you mean?" So they said they were going to do that. I was like, "That's not what they fucking said before." Everybody take my word. This is quality content right here. If you um, stuck around this far, <laughs> I'll give you five dollars. Whoa, that's not Whoa. that's not held together by any law stipulation. So, like, good luck. But I mean, all right, number five this week on loot box updates. Nate's favorite segment. This is the part of the segment where I burn Matt alive Senator. for loot boxes. We're gonna see what comes out of him. Senator, fancy title here. <laughs> we just elect them. Who cares? We don't have to try for it. This guy knows democracy. Senator Maggie Hassan. Do you oh, think it's Hassan or Haitian? Uh, or... I like Maggie Hassan. Hassan. All right, we're going to go with Hassan because I wanted to go with. Um, you want to go with Haitian, you racist? I, I did. <laughs> I really There's did. No anyway, I. I know. Uh, Maggie Hassan has officially requested that the Federal Trade Commission investigate video game loot boxes. No, don't say it so. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. She said, she's quote... Prob- she's probably a mother. Oh, my God. No. 
okay, all right. Don't read between the lines, even though you might be right. She said, quote, it's time for the FTC to investigate these mechanisms to ensure that children are being adequately protected and to educate parents about potential addiction and other negative impacts of these games, end quote. The Entertainment Software Association, which represents game publishers at the government level, sent Polygon the following statement in response. Quote, Loot boxes are one way that players can enhance the experience that video games offer. Contrary to assertions, loot boxes are, loot boxes are not gambling. They have no real-world value. Players always receive something that enhances their experience. And they are entirely optional to purchase. They can enhance the experience for those who choose to use them, but have no impact on those who do not. End quote. That's a really funny statement. It's also hypocritical. It is. I love Within this Within itself. I love Please tell part. me you're going to say the same part I am, so go ahead. They can enhance the experience for those who choose to use them, but have no impact on those who do not. How can, how can that be? How can, those two, how can that happen? How can this sentence happen? They are not. T- Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I get the exact quote right. All right. Uh, they have no real world value. Stop. We're gonna skip a little ahead. They are entirely optional to purchase. No real world value. But I gave you five dollars to buy it to purchase. Just like. How can something add value to a game? It's, it's the but fucking... then if you choose not to purchase it, it won't affect your gameplay. That person over there purchased that thing, which added more value to their gameplay. That dude, that dude, way over there with a huge credit card limit. It's it's written by somebody who read 1984 because all <laughs> it is is double speak. It really is though. And there's a fucking reference from 1984 without saying Big Brother in it. And now I did. It's so poorly written. There two things, I guess. I don't want to stick on this too long because we've gone. Uh, I've gone on this before, and I don't want to do it again. Yeah, just an update. Keep the FTC away. Mm-hmm. They can. They can look. That's fine. But ESRB needs to get their heads right out of their asses. And I would love. I would love Matt for us to do an hour breakdown. If we had a video set up, this would be great because I would pull out a whiteboard. I would go buy a fucking giant whiteboard. And I'd be you like, you and your whiteboard. Because chalkboards I hate. And green screens I can't operate. So I would just do like a full breakdown. I'd take like maybe a week for me to really think everything through for the most part. And do this is how you need to start doing loot boxes in 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 a game def defining like rating situation. Loot box versus microtransaction, they are not they are mute like they are not the same thing. First off. They're different. They are separate but equal in terms of, uh, in terms of problems. They are both problems, but we can alleviate certain things, yada yada. They can I still think loot boxes can be done correctly. But it's the it's the developers and publishers that are like take their kids' money. So Take to add their, some take their milkshake milkshake to add some milkshake some flavor context to, to add some than yours. sorry <laughs> some filler to this um basically all, all killer the, no filler 
all the industry facing people are very adamant that um, the ESA or someone needs to get all the publishers together and figure this out without the intervention of the FTC. Yep. The moment FTC gets involved, they're going to go bad real quick. Exactly. Everyone's afraid that once the FTC gets involved, there'll be regulations, which are no industry wants to be regulated. Yep. And that's also we're already going to people that don't know what's going on. Yeah. That's regardless of whether the regulation is good or bad. I have a nine-year-old man telling me I can't spend $5 on a loot box. I'll, ooh, I'll suck you a good one, you baby, <laughs> bo- you baby boomer. So that's that's basically – and honestly, a lot of people think that what's, like, what's going to end up happening is the FTC will poke around. The ESA will say, we'll negotiate. And then there'll be a negotiation. The ESA will set ground rules for all the other – publishers and everyone will go on their merry way but you know you, yeah. you never know that is true you never know just like you don't know about number six who here we go and nintendo is finally dumping its creators program that no one liked nintendo's creator program took a 40 percent cut of ad revenue from content creators using nintendo games this was after Google's 40% cut, making it effectively a joke for content creators. In case anybody's doing math, that leaves 20% for you, and that's not even fully 20%. Unfortunately, the only other option was to have Nintendo copyright strike your videos, which they were very, very diligent about doing. Uh, what they weren't diligent about was reviewing videos, which was also a requirement for the creator's program. Ergo, it sucked. Nintendo now requires content creators to simply abide by their updated guidelines. And here are some of the interesting guidelines. Item 6A. We encourage you to create videos that include your creative input and commentary. Videos and images that contain mere copies of Nintendo game content without creative input or commentary are not permitted. You may, however, post gameplay videos and screenshots using Nintendo system features such as the, such as the capture button on Nintendo Switch without additional input or commentary. Item 6B, you may monetize your videos and channels using the monetization methods separately specified by Nintendo. Other forms of monetization or of our intellectual property for commercial purposes are not permitted. So, of the lists are all the big ones like YouTube, Twitch, um, probably Mixer. Twi- Mixer was not on there. Oh, I, uh, I don't think they have VODs. So Twi- that, that Twitter okay. was on there. Facebook was on there. What was not on there? Patreon. True, you can alleviate that one because you can get the ad money because you can embed the YouTube link in Patreon. So that's probably how you can get around that. Mm-hmm. But you can still get money directly donated to you because it's not for the content specific. Yeah. A, a gray area there. Yeah, a little bit. Item 6C. We reserve the right to remove any content that we believe is unlawful, infringing, inappropriate, or not in line with these guidelines. Uh, item 6D, and this one comes specifically from Nate, not, <laughs> not YouTube. That was my iPad uh, hitting the floor in face, a very flat manner. Face first. Uh, item 6D from Nate and not Nintendo is that YouTube will still fuck you. So does it really matter? Because here's the kick. Hey, we're going to take 40% away from you guys from your ad revenue. Hey, look, your video got demonetized. It's not making money anyway. 
half these guys that are still because of the great adpocalypse and having videos demonetized, this removing itself at the current time, at this yeah. current time, doesn't even matter. So if you read through all the guidelines, basically the overview is the new Nintendo creator policy sucks slightly less. Yeah, that's about that's pretty apt, yeah. They're they're doing better by people that they should have been doing correct by in the beginning. Yeah. Last one. All right. Walmart Canada. Apparently. Our good friends up north, eh? Hey. That was Australian. <laughs> hey. Hey. Yeah. Fuck it. Walmart Canada apparently never got around to firing those employees who leaked Rage 2, among other games. Honestly, I'll pay for them to keep their jobs. After a tweet from Jeff Keeley joking that Walmart Canada should be careful not to spoil any game award reveals, another Twitter user named Yanab. You suck on Yanab. Immediately found a listing of Death Stranding on Walmart Canada's site, which stated that the game would be shipping on June 30th, 2019. Which still holds true for Nate's prediction about a pre-E3 showing from PlayStation. What is even funnier is that Yanab tweeted... (laughs) (laughs) Your knob's been out there tweeting, man. You seen this? Tweeted a screenshot of the listing to Walmart Canada and Jeff Keighley for confirmation, and Walmart Canada responded that the date was correct. Those motherfuckers. Which is funny, first off, that he didn't tweet it to uh, Kojima. Yeah. Like, hey, is this actually happening? Or Sony, hey, is this actually happening? Because they both should say, we can't comment on yada yada. Mm-hmm. Or they should say yes, like one of the two. Or they should say no and then just throw Walmart Cannon under the bus. One of the, I mean, but holy shit. I mean, I feel like at this point it's a joke. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know anymore. They should have made it like June thirty second. Yeah, like <laughs> just just a day that doesn't actually exist, just to fuck with people. Yeah. That being said, Matt, here's some deals to highlight. Deals. Deals. Are there deals to highlight? No, not really. Okay. <laughs> There's uh next week we'll have the actual monthly releases for PlayStation, Twitch, Xbox. Uh, and the new Humble Bundle will be up at that mm-hmm. point. So we'll actually have stuff for people to spend money on for your Christmas significant others or friends or things. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of any At some point, we could do right a Matt and Nate shopping network if people are curious about that. It's like a QVC except better. Uh, <laughs> better. That's a bold statement. It's not hard. I guess. I just, you just have to have know. personalities. They don't. They're right. dry as attack. They put a bunch of numbers on the screen and hope a bunch of old people call in and they're like, "My grandson will love these things." I got our tax, him. Our I got him dry though. I got him his sixteenth embroidered pillow this year. What? Our tax dry though. Or what tax? Yeah, you said dry as attack. Yeah, tax are pretty dry. When do you have a wet tack? When you drop it in water. How many tacks are you dropping in water? You never know. All right. I got this glass of water. I'm trying to tack stuff to the wall. You never know. Okay. So do you want to have the argument that nothing is dry? I mean, technically, is anything really dry? There's moisture in the air. 
Okay. Sounds good. There's nothing dry. You heard it here first, folks. You know what that means, ladies. Anyway. I, I'm walking away from this situation. What? Moist. Anyway. Yeah, oh, is, that's the one you walk out on? I've made way worse jokes than that. Max is very disappointed with you. Honestly, he should be. I'm I'm disappointed in myself. Especially because I know people don't like to hear the word moist. Moist. Would you like to use a moist towelette? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll uh, you'll find us if you're listening. Still, you'll find us in like the next episode because we're going to record it in about ten minutes once Nate has a beer and shows Matt another thing that they forgot about in the beginning of the podcast. But yeah, we'll see you in a bit. Bye bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.